All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Welcome in, Hoop Ballers, to another edition of your Thursday Night Box Score Breakdown. As always, it's your host, David Bracey, here with my main man, Chris. Chris, how you living today? That's all right. That's all right. That's a, that's a short card tonight, but the four teams did not disappoint. Put up two very exciting games, so can't be more happy about that. Absolutely. Even though we're heading into the all-star break, we did still have a little bit of hoops remaining in the NBA this evening. And as Chris said, they sure did us proud. So let's go ahead and dive right into what was an exciting game um, with OKC Thunder versus the New Orleans Pelicans, but not the most exciting of the two tonight. Um, In the first card here, we had the OKC Thunder winning 123, over 118 to the Pelicans. <clears throat> on the Thunder side of the ball, Shea Gilgis-Alexander in 37 minutes had 17 points on 6 of 13 shooting. 
He contributed two three-pointers, going three or four from the free throw line. Also adding three rebounds, seven assists, a steal, no blocks, and no turnovers. Danilo Gallinari in 32 minutes had 29 points on 12 of 18 shooting. Very strong. Adding three three-pointers and going two of two from the free throw line. Also contributing two rebounds, and assists, two steals, no blocks, and two turnovers. Steven Adams in 27 minutes as the man in the middle had 11 points on 5 of 10 shooting. Unexpectedly contributed to 3 and went 0 of 1 from the free throw line. He also added 11 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, 3 blocks, and only 1 turnover. So you definitely love the defensive stats and the 3-point extra tonight from Steven Adams. Lucas Dort in 23 minutes at the shooting guard position had 7 points on 2 of 6 shooting. He contributed a 3-pointer and, and also went 2 of 2 from the free throw line. He also added three rebounds and a steal with no blocks, assists, or turnovers. And then CP3 at the point guard position, running the show in 34 minutes, had 14 points on 5 of 12 shooting. He also added two three-pointers and went two of two from the free throw line. Also contributing eight rebounds, 12 assists, two steals, no blocks, and of course, only one turnover. I mean, Chris Paul, if you didn't know, I'm sure you did, has one of the best assist-to-turnover ratios ever. Um, and that was in full effect tonight with a whopping 12 assists to only one turnover. Off of the bench, Dennis Schroeder in 29 minutes had 22 points on 7-16 shooting. He also added the three-pointer and went 7-7 seven seven from the free, free throw line. Also contributing three rebounds, three assists, a steal, and two turnovers. And in 10 minutes off of the bench, Nuren Noel had two points and went 1-4 from the field. He also added three rebounds. And no defensive stats, assists, or turnovers. Terrence Ferguson in 19 minutes had three points, going one of two from the field. Also adding a three-pointer and contributing a rebound and two assists with a steal. And then Abdul Nader in 15 minutes had eight points on three of seven shooting. He went two of four from the free throw line and also contributed four rebounds and assists, two steals, and only one turnover. So as far as the OKC Thunder go... Um, pretty much all the value here is going to be confined to Chris Paul, Daniel Gallinari, SGA, and then Dennis Schroeder is going to give them that scoring punch off of the bench. Um, tonight, Schroeder contributed across the board pretty steadily, um, which, he, which he's been known to do, um, but he is definitely more of a scorer uh, than anything else as far as his fantasy value is going to go. Um, as I said, CP3 absolutely killing it, rolling. Daniel Gallinari looking strong when he's in the lineup. Um, <clears throat> Steven Adams made it through the trade deadline and remain with the OKC Thunder who are playoff bound. So look for him to uh, be a constant fixture there in the lineup. It looks like Nerland's Noel. Um, if we were holding on to him, hoping for the best, it looks like we've officially entered the worst of the worst territory here. Um, you can wait and see in my opinion, but not a whole lot to write home about. And then SGA, I mean, he's been absolutely, absolutely stunning. I mean, just killing it this season. I'm a really big fan personally. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much going to be the run through here for the OKC Thunder from a fantasy perspective. Chris, do you have any thoughts about the uh, OKC roster? No, I think you pretty much covered it. Like you said, like it's we, we know where who are the fantasy relevant players on this team. And, um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to our own crew here for putting Dennis Schroeder out there as one of our hoop ball six. And for those of you that. Listen to us. I'm sure that's been paying off for you throughout the season. So, yeah. Now, moving on to the New Orleans side, we have Zion Williamson with 32 points, uh, 11 of 19 shooting. He also shot 10 of 13 from free throw line, had pulled down six rebounds, had one assist, and a block to go with all that. 
And we also have Josh Hart at the other forward spot at seven points. Didn't shoot the ball very well tonight. Only one of four. All four shots coming from downtown. And, but it did pull down eight rebounds, had three assists to go along with it. No defensive stats. Man in the middle, Derek Favors, had eight points and nine rebounds. And also added two assists. But no steals, no blocks. Point guard for the New Orleans, we have Drew Holiday. We have 14 points on 6 of 13 shooting. Added one three-pointer. Has six rebounds, 11 assists. No defensive stats. And Lonzo Ball, who has 16 points on 5 of 9 shooting. All five of the shots from were three-pointers. And he also added six rebounds, five assists, and two blocks. Coming off the bench, J.J. Redick was hot tonight and helped out on the scoring front for New Orleans. Going up against OKC, he had 24 points on 8 of 19 shooting. was 4 of 11 from downtown. Also added two rebounds, three assists, and two steals. The rest of the New Orleans teams are all in New Orleans bench. They're all in single digits. We have Nicolo Melli, who played 24 minutes, has six points and three rebounds. He added three blocks, so that's that's good on the defensive side. Eton Moore played 19 and a half minutes, had only two points with four rebounds and a steal and a block. And Jackson Hayes chipped in four points, two rebounds, and three assists in eight minutes. And Frank Jackson had five points and one assist in his five minutes of play. So for New Orleans, I think we all know it by now. Zion is the real deal. He's just been trucking all over NBA players. Like watching the game tonight, it's fun to see him being very active on the offensive and, and also on the offensive boards. Like he was, we, we saw uh, Stephen Adams guarding him um, at, in the latter part of the game, and he doesn't have the height, but he, the quickness was enough to help him kind of recover. Sometimes his shot would get altered, but then he, he was able to get the rebound and just somehow get get that shot back up there. So the guy is a beast. And in a similar sense, like, I mean, we know who the New Orleans are. We know who the fantasy contributors are on this on this team. So you got your Zions, your Drew Holidays, and Lonzo Ball, and whenever Ingram comes back, which I believe he sh- I would think he would be able to play after the All-Star break. So um, the ankle spring, they 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 never put him on the IR. It's always been listed as day-to-day, so I'm pretty sure he, he should be good to go after the All-Star break. So these four, you can count on, just keep riding them for the rest of the season. Now some sneaky value um, on on the team is Derek Favors who obviously the production's dropped off quite a bit now that Zion's has really taken off. But 
he's still going to be a solid contributor, late round contributor for uh, rebounding and blocks and also gives you very good field goal percentage. So if you can hold on to them, if you're in, I think if you're in a 12 team league and I doubt there's any hot pickup on your wire that will really like for the rest of the season going to be actually outperform Derek Favors. So depends on your team build. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would think twice before dropping them because uh, he, he's going to be solid. And with his reduced load, so to speak, I think he, it'll actually help him stay healthy because that's that's been the problem with favors. So as long as he can stay healthy and he gets on the court for that 20 to 25 minutes a night, depending on the matchup, the the, the production will fluctuate, but he should be solid. And another guy that we've been touting, and I'm I don't know if he still he might still be available on the wire, but as far as I know, in all my leaks, he's been picked up. That's Josh Hart. Now, he seems to be playing well and blending well with the new look New Orleans Pelicans with Zion in the in the, in the fold, and he's. He's been coming um, coming off the bench and is a sneaky source for rebounds from a guard swingman spot. So definitely keep an eye on him. And um, if you have one of those spots that um, your back back end of your bench guy, definitely give Josh Hart a look. He might uh, he might be outproducing your back your your end of bench guy. Anything to add there, Dave? No, I think you covered it. Um, and, yeah, I definitely like your point about Josh Hart. I think he is definitely a guy with a lot of sneaky value there. And <clears throat> to your other point, um, he's definitely been added in pretty much all the leagues that I'm in. So if you are in a league that has some people who have fallen asleep at the wheel um, and you have a guy who is in cut territory for you at the end of your bench, definitely, definitely give Josh Hart um, – a good look there because I think that he's definitely a valuable guy. All right. <clears throat> well, not everybody's favorite part of the show. A little bit of promo. Um, I just have to give a quick shout out to my bookie, uh, mybookie.ag. Um, my bookie is amazing. My it's my bookie. It should be your bookie, and I'm here to tell you why. My bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets and win some money. My bookie is simply where you want to go. What sports do you like? Because they have them all. I'm talking NFL when it's going on. I'm talking XFL, which is brand new. I'm talking NCAA basketball. I'm talking NBA basketball, NHL, MMA, tennis. They've even got pinball. Anything and everything you can place a wager on, they have got you covered, okay? Head to toe. Unbeatable. Mybookie.ag. They've got the fastest payouts. They've got the best promotions. And they've got a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can pool your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay wagers. Bet multiple games together. And if they all come through, you win. Big. Big. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And you can bet on it. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway 
all the way up to $1,000. A grand, a stack. You can't beat that. That means if you deposit two grand for all you high rollers out there, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Yeah, you heard me. Free money. All you have to do is use our promo code today to activate the offer. Once again, I'm going to tell you again, that promo code is today to get your extra cash from my bookie. My bookie. Bet, win, get paid. And for those of you who are new to the sports wagering, please, 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 I implore you, hop on your Twitter machine and follow at HoopBallGaming. If you're looking for amazing information on all the games that we have on the card before you place your next or first wager in my bookie, follow our very own betting info. Twitter at HoopBallGaming. Give us a follow. All right. Heading into the last game of tonight's two-hand card, we had the Los Angeles Clippers falling to the Boston Celtics in double overtime. They, they didn't disappoint us tonight. At a final score of 133 to 141. On the Clippers side of the ball, Paul George only got 14 minutes tonight for four points on two of seven shooting. Um, didn't do a whole lot else. Had a rebound, had an assist, and had a turnover with a block. Um, we'll see what's going on with PG. Hopefully this is nothing too serious. Marcus Morris Sr. in 41 minutes had 10 points on four of eight shooting for his new team. Also contributing two three-pointers, eight rebounds, two assists, and two blocks with only two turnovers. Avica Zubac in 13 minutes had seven points on two of three shooting, going three of three from the free throw line and adding four rebounds, an assist, a block, and a turnover. Kawhi Leonard played a whopping 45 minutes tonight and scored 28 points on 10 of 27 shooting, adding one three-pointer and going a perfect seven of seven from the free throw line. Kawhi also contributed 11 rebounds, four assists, a steal, a block, and three turnovers. Landry Shemmett started at the point guard position in 47 minutes, had 19 points on 5 of 11 shooting, going 4 of 8 from the three-point line and a perfect 5 of 5 from the free throw line. He also added two rebounds, no assists, no defensive stats, and three turnovers. Off of the bench, Lou Williams was heating it up tonight. In 44 minutes, he had 35 points on 14 of 33 shooting, going 3 of 9 from the three-point line and going 4 of 6 from the free throw line. Lou Will also contributed six rebounds, eight assists, a steal, two blocks, you'll take that, and three turnovers. Also off of the bench, the dynamic duo, Montrez Harrell, that I can't talk. Montrez Harrell in 44 minutes had 24 points on 7 of 12 shooting. He also went 10 of 14 from the free throw line. Montrez ripped down 13 rebounds. He also added three assists, two steals three blocks, and two turnovers. So a full line tonight for Montrez, um, absolutely eating off of the bench as he has been known to do. Jermichael Green got 19 minutes for two points on one of five shooting. He also added eight rebounds, um, no defensive stats, no assists, and no turnovers. As far as the Clippers go here, it looks like Marcus Morris is fitting in seamlessly with his new team. Um, we know who the guys are that's going to be valuable here. Of course, Pat Bev was out of the lineup tonight, so Shamit got a little bit of extended run here. Obviously, 47 minutes and starting at the point guard position isn't the per usual. Um, when Pat Bev inevitably comes back, of course, that's going to eat into Shamit's usage, but he is more of a three-point specialist, in my opinion. Um, 
off of the bench, we know pretty much going to be Sweet Lou and Montrez running the show. Those are the guys that you want to own. Those are the guys that are owned. Um, J-Mac definitely has some appeal there, but I think when they have everybody healthy and in the lineup, he's going to be a fade. Um, same with the, ma- the majority of the bench guys, uh, Rodney Magruder, Pat Patterson, uh, Motley, Mann, and Amir Coffey. Uh, not a whole lot of value there, really. Any thoughts from you about the uh, Los Angeles Clippers? No, I think you pretty much covered that. I just really enjoy watching um, Montrez Harrell play tonight. Uh, the guy is a beast. And he 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 has been kind of quiet for the past couple of weeks. I wasn't putting up all the gaudy numbers that he was putting up earlier in the season. But this game shows you exactly the type of player he is. And he just feasted on the Boston team, who's not very strong at the center position. I mean, Tice fouled out. <laughs> and um, he ran... Enos Cantor off the court. <laughs> and yeah, it was just they, they couldn't guard him. Yeah. Anyways, so um, let's move on to the Boston side of things. We have Jason Tatum leading all scoring with 39 points. He has 14 of 23 from the field, which includes 5 of, five of 10 from downtown. He also pulled down nine rebounds, had one assist a steal, and a block. Gordon Hayward didn't have a good shooting night, but still added 21 points on 6 of 21 shooting. Had three three-pointers, 13 rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block. Daniel Tice fouled out in 24 minutes, but before he fouled out, he had 12 points, five rebounds, a steal, and two blocks. We have Kendall Walker at point guard, had 19 points on 5 of 17 shooting. So not a very efficient shooting night from Kemba. He had four three-pointers, nine rebounds, seven assists. So though not very efficient, but did contribute right across the board. And at the other guard position, we have Marcus Smart, who had a big night. 31 points from Marcus Smart on 10 of 20 shooting. Have five three-pointers, four rebounds, three assists, four steals. Those steal numbers are just tasty. And anytime your spe- your defensive specialist gives you 30 points, he's you have to win the game. <laughs> now, moving on to the bench, we have Brad Wanamaker, who played almost 26 minutes. Contributed nine points on two of six shooting, had one three-pointer, one rebound, three assists, and a steal. Enos Cantor had eight points on six three three of six shooting. Also added eight rebounds, two assists, and a block. Sammy Ogile had only two points in his 17 minutes of play. Added a rebound and an assist to that. And Grant Williams, who was playing center down in the latter part of the game and in overtime had just one assist, one rebound, one steal, and a block to 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 go with the zero points. But he was more on there just for just filling in because Enos Cantor just couldn't stay in front of Montres Harrow. And Grant Williams actually showed some pretty Pretty nice instincts on the uh, defensive end. So he could be an up-and-comer 
definitely not this season, but for those of you playing in Dynasty Leagues, you should definitely keep an eye on him if he's still available, which I highly doubt it. I know he's gone in my Dynasty League. Anyways, um, back on the fantasy side of things, so it's beautiful to see the kind of balance offense from Boston with all five starters scoring double digits. Of course, the two big ones were Tatum and Smart tonight, who were just hot. Tatum was they they totally leaned on Tatum coming down like at near the end of the game to put push the game into overtime and like he did not disappoint. Like he was able to come through and he was also he also had a few very big defensive play uh guarding Kawhi. So yeah, uh, definitely a very good game from from him. And um is a solid contributor for your fantasy team. I think um, we all know what the Boston players do. You have your Tatum, Hayward, and Walker, who are solid contributors on more on the offensive side. And with Marcus Smart being kind of a 3 and D guy, and he also, he gets a lot of run for this Boston team so you can ride him and just I mean the points they come and go but those defensive stats are always going to be there Jalen Brown was uh, out with an injury tonight but he is also he's also been playing very well this season and um, I think it's pretty much settled that uh, Daniel Tice is the center in Boston now so so yeah, for those of you that you were lucky enough to to have picked him up, just uh, keep writing him. He's gonna give you that kind of late round value at the center position with just solid percentages and good rebounding and defensive numbers. So um, kind of like yeah, you know, he's very similar to a um, Dwight Powell type. So um, yeah, just um, just to give you a sense of what you're gonna get from him, is that kind of close to double-digit scoring and good rebounding numbers, and just chip in with a a couple of defensive stats every night. So yeah, um, just keep writing these guys. Cantor coming off the bench, I don't think he's 12-team viable. Like he's a good source for points and rebounds, but we all know he just doesn't do much elsewhere. So depend very much depends on your team build and what you need. And maybe in the deeper leagues, you can keep holding on to him, but I wouldn't in a standard 12-team league. Anything else we want to add there, David? No, um, no, I think you covered it. I think you're right. Um, I think you're right. I definitely also agree about Daniel Dice over uh, – over Enos Cantor, because to your point, I mean, Enos Cantor is a revolving door on defense, and we saw that tonight against Montrez, because Montrez absolutely eviscerated him. So no surprises there. Um, but, yeah, I, I completely agree. All right, well, before we head out tonight, just really quickly, we're going to preview um, the All-Star Game events heading into the weekend. Of course, you know, we have the Rising Stars Challenge on Friday, as well as the Celebrity Game. Um, so Saturday we have our we have our, our more fun events. We have our skills challenge first up. Um, involved in the skills challenge will be defending champion Jason Tatum, Pascal Siakam, Demontis Sabonis, 
SGA, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, will be filling in for Derrick Rose since he's injured. We also have Chris Middleton, Spencer Dinwiddie, who was a 2016, I'm sorry, 2018 um, champion of the Skills Challenge, Patrick Beverly, who was a 2015 champion of the Skills Challenge, and Big Bam Bam out of bio. Um, Chris, really quickly, who would be your, uh, who's, who's your, who's your winner here? Man, this is a tough one, but oh, still got to go with the guards. And um, I, I, I like Dinwiddie. I like Dinwiddie. How about you? You know, um, I'm going to say I'm going to say it's going to be the fill in. I think uh, SGA is going to make some noise in this event. Um, I really, really like him um, from a fantasy perspective. And I mean, again, it, this is this is the contest that's kind of more suited for a guard skill set. But we do have some pretty versatile bigs in here. Um, and my dark horse, I would say, is probably going to be Patrick Beverly. Look for him to make a little bit of noise being back in his hometown of Chicago. I'm sure he's going to be feeling the vibes there being back in the United Center. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to the event. All right, for our next event, we have, of course, everybody's favorite, the three-point contest. The participants for those are going to include defending champion Joe Harris, Buddy Heald, Zach Levine, Duncan Robinson, Trey Young, Devontae Graham, Devin Booker, and Davis Bertans. Um, Chris, who, who do you got here? Who, who, do, who are you thinking? You know what? Like... This guy's been helping me out all season on the not all season ever since I picked him up off the wire. They've been helping out me out on the three point shooting front. I'm, I gotta go with my 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 guy Duncan Robinson. This guy can just flat out shoot the ball. <laughs> I, I I honestly I don't know what else to say. And um, he's got this uh, he's got a pretty quick trigger. So, um, yeah, like, uh, I think he'll do well in this type of an event. How about you? What do you think? Yeah, Duncan Robinson definitely has been uh, been a heater and a, a very valuable uh, three-point streamer um, from a fantasy perspective here. Uh, just wanted to note, too, that Devin Booker is filling in for the inji- injured Damian Lillard, um, of course, in both a three-point competition and the actual All-Star game. Um, but my, my dark horse here, what you say? What'd you say, Chris? I'm glad uh, they can uh, add Booker to the All-Star festivities. He, he's well-deserved. Yeah, absolutely. He was definitely deserving beforehand. Um, there were several players who, in my opinion, were deserving that. Um, unfortunately, didn't make didn't make the cut, but um, that's what happens. It's kind of a popularity contest. So, But um, in, in regards to the three-point competition, my dark horse here is actually going to be Davis Bertans. Um, he's really been heating it up all season. Uh, he is definitely somebody who was very slept on or at least was from a three-point perspective, from a fantasy perspective, um, before the season with Washington. But out of all these guys here, you know, all these players are are um, incredible, I mean, from from beyond the arc. I mean, Zach Levine, Buddy Heald, Trey Young. I mean, I would love to see Trey Young shoot, shoot from half court. Personally, I think that that would be a little bit more fair for everybody involved in the competition. But I'm, I'm rolling with Davis Berton simply because I think out of all these guys here, if I had to bet money on a guy who's going to be the most consistent – grabbing a ball from a rack and getting shots up, it's going to be Davis Bertans. Because the rest of these guys, they get their shots up in motion. You know, they're they're ISO players. You know, they're out there making moves. Um, but Davis Bertans is the kind of guy who he's he's stalking that three-point line. He's running corner to corner. He's catching and, sh- and shooting. So I think that he's really going to – I think he's really going to ball out. Um, so let's hope uh, I can put my money where my mouth is on that one. Oh, yeah. And I heading think in, he'll do well. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I do. 
Yeah, to your point, <laughs> you know what I really want to see? If Lillard wasn't hurt, I want to see Trey Young and Lillard just do like a freaking logo logo shooting contest. <laughs> yeah, they should literally just play a game of horse. I wish Dame was in the contest because that would be just as fun as anything to watch, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, and the last event for the weekend is going to be, well, of course, Sunday we have the All-Star game itself, but the most fun event of the night is, of course, going to be the AT&T Slam Dunk Contest. Four participants in that. We have 2008 champion Dwight Howard. We have, was it 2017 when Aaron Gordon won, I believe? Oh, I'm sorry, 2016. He was yeah. runner-up. I apologize. 2016 runner-up Aaron Gordon. Um we have <clears throat> Pat Connaughton, who is actually going to be my dark horse here. Um, a little bit of a spoiler on that front. And then, of course, we have Derek Jones Jr., um, who was also another runner-up in our slam dunk contest. So we have some high flyers here. But like I said, Pat Connaughton is my dark horse. I think he's going to actually end up winning it here. He is so explosive. I mean, the guy was an absolute monster, um, was Gatorade Player of the Year. It has some some freaky dunks on youtube if you haven't checked those out definitely give those a peek so i'm rolling pat Connaughton here chris who do you got i'm not not quite up to date on the Connaughton front but you definitely have me intrigued there i gotta go check out some of those youtube clips (laughs) of him dunking the ball now that's um, right and that's that's hard like but like i think by process of elimination i'm just gonna leave howard out of it because um, I don't know. I, I don't think he can take off like he used to anymore. But um, between Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr., man, I got I got to go with Eric Gordon. Like he he put a, he that that year that contest dunk contest between him and Zach Levine was like one one of the best in recent history. And I was just they were just pulling. I don't know where they pull those dunks out of, and I think he's creative enough that he's going to pull out some interesting dunks. And so, yeah, my money's on Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I like Aaron Gordon. I mean, the dude is a freak athlete, um, if, if nothing else. So I definitely am excited to see him and and airplane mode, Mr. Derek Jones Jr., um, getting up, because I'm sure they're going to be high-flying for the evening, but like I said, Pat Connaughton's my guy. I'm sticking with my gut on this one, and I'm, once again, hoping I can put my money where my mouth is. So let's get a win, Pat Connaughton. All right. All right, everybody. Well, for all of us here at Hootball, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to our, our little mini show tonight. Pretty short card, but, hey, we managed to go over 30 minutes, so I'm proud of us. Good job. Good job, team. Good job, Chris. Um, Chris, where can the people at Hootball find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CmanUBC. That's C-M-A-N-U-B-C. So feel free to tweet me any of your fantasy-related questions. I'll be happy to answer your questions. Awesome. Hey, and same here. If you have any questions, fantasy-related info you're looking for, hit me up on Twitter as well, DFB underscore three. Once again, DFB underscore three on Twitter. Everybody here at Hoopball, we're so appreciative of all of our listeners out there. Thank you so much for tuning in to our show and all of the shows affiliated with the Hoopball Network. We love you guys. 
Chris, thank you as always. Everybody, have a great weekend and all-star break. We'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.